Hello, you're listening to a We Will Fix It podcast short with Colin Thomas and myself, James Pikeaway. Lots of bad smells. Oh, you know what? This is an interesting one because we had the Roto-Rooter guys from the city out in front of our house. You know, that's that mm, big, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they call that truck. Yeah, but either. there was like five guys. The guy, it was actually really cool because this was a new German truck. Guy had radio controlled things on it and it was amazing. I'd and love to have a play on that. Uh, that's yeah. what I said. Can I have a go on that? He, goes, he just kind of laughed. He said, can you get me into Canada? It's like, uh, <laughs> That's a trade-off for you. Yeah. Yes, me first. So they're opening up all the sewer grates because I, you know, I said, what's the deal? And he goes, do you have any smell in your house? And I'm going, nope. Mm. No, you mean no, nothing that's abnormal. Yep. And so they're opening up all the sewer grates because they're saying, well, some people down the block are getting quite a sewage smell. So there must be a blockage somewhere. Mm. So they were opening up all the grates to flush the system, I guess. So he opens up the thing in front of our house. It's dry. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I said. I looked down, I'm going, I, I, you know, I'm looking at it and going, there's like, no, where's the sewage from my house going? Mm. Because there's no flow in yeah, this yeah. grate that's right in front of my house, like zero. I mean, it's, it is so dry. It's like, it's never had flow. Jeez. Yeah. That's what I said. He goes, no smell in your house. And I go, nothing. Sewage is flowing. I said, yes. He goes, <laughs> he just looked at me and went, there must be another exit somewhere. <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm, and then I'm looking at this giant tree. So, cause we, where I live, we used to be on a septic system. Yeah. where they used to come and suck it out. And I have this giant tree in front of my house mm. that is growing at an abnormally great rate. And I'm going, so my fear was when he opened up the thing, there was going to be full of roots. Yeah, I bet. It's not full of roots. It's just full of nothing. So mm. that tree is getting huge because it's living off of something. So I don't know where, and I don't want to start opening up all sorts of grades because no problem. Why, why start getting worried yes. about something? But the, the sewage guys also didn't think it was an issue. They said, don't worry, we're going we're gonna to flush all this stuff out and it'll yep. be flowing before too long. I went, okay. The Thank smells you. are coming, James. <laughs> 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 but so people okay. are getting smells. Yeah, lots in apartment blocks, actually. Oh, that's even worse. Mm. So, I mean, we're we talking sewage smells or are we just talking smells of the curry no, down the hall? Uh, sewage smells, uh, which is about as much of a nightmare as it goes and actually not something that we really specialize in. Are these new apartment blocks or old apartment Relatively blocks? Relatively new. Yeah. Um, and it seems as though they didn't bother installing uh, U-bends within them, <laughs> which is silly. Is the U-bend where there's a little flap in it? Is that Yeah, you can have yeah. that you can have that kind of seal or alternatively a physical U so that basically right. water or ah, okay. something so is trapped in that. Cry. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So it's um it's one of those it's really kind of a pain in the neck. So what, how do you how do you guys fit into that? Well, because you're not really plumbers. We don't. Well, no, we, we've we've got very good plumbers, but yeah. the problem with that is it's it's fabric of building rather than necessarily yeah. um, direct within apartments. And also, if you imagine in an apartment block, quite often it's in the roof void of the <sighs> apartment below. Oh no! Which is where it gets quite painful. Now, equally, because it is part of the original design, and it's a design fault. If we start getting involved with that, a we've got a whole building there which will be designed in exactly the same way. And secondly, the building management generally will not be too happy for us uh, admitting that there is a problem here that needs rectification. Yeah. So you end up in quite a, a kind of a nasty situation where, generally speaking, we would advise and we would give the details to our customer of what we found. Uh-huh. And then they need to have that conversation with the building management. And we're absolutely fine if their building management take on the work to, yeah. uh, to rectify and uh, solve the issue. So we'll almost do the fault finding side. Um, okay. If it is something that is not directly related to um, 
fixtures and fittings um, or readily accessible pipework, then we're there to give a, um, the details over to our customers mm-hmm. so they can they can decide what, what, what happens next. How do you troubleshoot that? Do you end up pulling off the toilets or you just know? You No, you have to go. Um, it's just a, um, a trial and error, to okay. be brutally honest, and, and structured trial and error. So reporting is absolutely key at that point, and we, we make that really clear to the customers up front. There is not a golden bullet here. All that we can do is start one thing at a time. If we try more than one thing at a time, we don't know what's fixed it and what hasn't. Yeah. So therefore, it is multiple visits on almost all occasions, and literally one thing with the reporting from the technician has to be right, so that even if it isn't the same technician, we have all the detail of what's happened, and uh, and we can go job after job doing one thing after the now, other. How do you how do you deal with a customer who you're going to go in, you're going to troubleshoot this, you're going to look for the issues, you're billing all along the yes, way, and you may not be able to do anything. Simple. Have that open conversation at the very beginning, right. which is this is exactly what you've got. There isn't a um, this isn't just a straight fix it or. If we get that, it's probably a one in 20 where, in fact, that's not true, probably a one in 10 where we can actually physically go, aha, there you go, that was it, job done. It's um, it's one of those where there is no other way. Mm. Whatever people tell you, there is no other way. Can, now, in that situation, if we're talking, typically we're talking toilets, I guess, where the smell is coming from, or is it coming up the sinks as well? Uh, no, no, because that's grey water. Yeah, but again, so- you can get those grey water smells, which are very, actually, they're a little bit easier to deal with grey yeah. water. Well, usually because um, you have the trap anyway underneath, yeah. so that you, you get a collection point there. Yeah, yeah. Is there no way to retrofit in just underneath the toilet a you know a a not gasket under, or not anything? Underneath the toilet, not there. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it is one of those which is almost unique based on the, the physical design of the um, the sewage system or grey water for that matter as to how you would tackle it. Sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. Yeah. But then if you imagine from a, um, a customer perspective on the phone to us, that makes it really difficult because yeah. there isn't a standard solution that we can say, oh, this is what it's going to cost you, and away we go. So what we normally do is, is say, look, we need an hour here to work out exactly what your system's got. However, be aware there is a very good chance it is going to be trial and error, and it will be structured in terms of the way that we approach it, but it's highly unlikely that within one hour we'll be able to solve your problem. And then people have got a very open and honest decision to make from their own perspective as to whether or not they want to proceed with that, mm. which works. You yeah. know, it's um, generally, I keep saying to, to all of our team that if you are overt in terms of your communication with customers, they will respect that. And it's much better than leaving things unsaid. And yeah. then when the bill comes, you get a customer who's then not, not happy about it. Yeah. And they, they will, every time that anyone mentions, we will fix it. That is the association that they have. Yeah. And to try and under, uh, get people to understand that by having the conversation up front, even if the customer decides they don't want to proceed with it, yeah. it avoids that negative association that's absolutely key to, to having a sustainable business. Any idea why these smells are cropping up now? Are the, are the apartments that new that it's just they're getting worn in now and these defects in the design are becoming apparent? Or is it time of year? It's getting warm? Yep. It's time of year. So if you, um. if you imagine right now, we've got a mixture of um, the maximum difference in temperature uh, between day and night, um, which creates thermals, which uh, actually works through the, the building itself, through the fresh air vents, which, um, uh, and again, it's, it's one of those where pressure changes and push smells in different directions. And mm. it's not just about sewage system. It's about anything um, that can cause a pressure change. So AC can cause it. All it is is rotation of air after all that yeah. causes a smell 
Um, if it wasn't, if the air wasn't moving, there would be no smell going out. So you know that there's movement yeah. of smell. Um, so that's that's massive as well. Uh, obviously, with increased temperature, um, has a, a negative effect on the smell of sewage anyway. Yeah. So all of those things kind of combine together. Um, also, without a doubt, the fact that they are newer buildings means that this hasn't been sorted until now. Um, and again, when a building's new. It often takes a couple of years before it is actually um, fully tenanted. Yeah. So it's only when it gets stressed that, that these kind of issues will, will, will come about more prevalently. Do you think there's a fix for giving what you know now? Is this something that the building is going to have to address? Well, oddly enough, um, I just heard from the he's um, he's one of the British dads as well. I just heard from the customer that apparently we fixed this in another apartment. Oh. But the odd thing was that wasn't on my tracker. And we've got uh, a tracker. We've yeah. done 82 jobs in this building. Wow. Yeah. And so it, basically, it, you just need to put up a flyer and say, we know this building. Well, no, no, because <laughs> from the tracker that we had of 82 jobs, we didn't have nothing flagged to say we'd fix this. Oh. So now I've got to go back to the team and go, you know, you said that we hadn't done this job. Check out this one. What's this one stating? Have we missed it? Or has yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the customer got the wrong end of the stick? So yeah. we'll, we'll work it out from that and see whether or not it's the same. Also, what works in one apartment, you would have thought uh, you could roll yeah. out. Never no. the case. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see whether well, or not a, a we have a A different blueprint. construction team. Put the, the sewage system in one, and you know, one person had a bright idea. Oh, I'm going to do it a little bit differently. Yep. Or as I've been seeing recently with, with vehicles delivering product to work sites, things aren't strapped down and things are, are on the road. I've seen this a couple of times now. I'm going... What are they going to do when they get to the building site and now they're missing three pieces of conduit? Yeah. They're going to improvise. Mm. And, you know, yeah. It's just, is one of those, isn't it? But um, again, you know, I've got to say the, the development concern is not one that is known to be problematic. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's not too, um, too difficult. But um, again, we'll, we'll 